Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I am your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 36 of the Power Company podcast, brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. I am sitting here right now in Lander, Wyoming, um, back home, as the case may be, and uh, the road trip has officially ended. Uh, We did our last climb at Devil's Tower a couple of days ago. Uh, I took Annalisa to the top of the tower. I actually told her on our very first date that I was going to take her up Devil's Tower. So I finally uh, made good on that promise um, nearly eight years later. And uh, we got to hang out with Frank Sanders there, which was really cool because I've corresponded with Frank for a long time. And it's it's really fun to meet such an interesting, uh, inspiring character. I mean, the guy... The guy's still taking people up the tower every day, and he's uh, damn near 70. Um, pretty cool. You know, first off, I want to thank you guys. Um, you know, I just went over and looked at some of the reviews on our iTunes, and I've been asking you guys to go and review the podcast. Um, I'm looking for 100 reviews by the end of 2017, and we are over halfway there. Every time I've asked you guys to do something, you're responding, and thank you for that. That's amazing. I love it. Um, I did have a question that I kind of want to answer because I didn't know the answer to it. Someone asked me, how on earth do you review a podcast on your iPhone? And uh, it's not super obvious. Um, so if you haven't reviewed as yet and you're listening on your phone, go right now to do it and I'll walk you through it. Um, you can do it while listening to the podcast, so no need to pause it. You just go into your podcast app. You hit the search tab and enter Power Company Podcast in the search. Uh, When it pops up, you tap on our logo. Any of them, doesn't matter which, just tap on the logo. That'll bring up the podcast. And then you'll see a review tab there. If you tap on that review tab and then click write a review at the bottom of the screen. Um, then you can tell the world all about how cool we are and how you how obsessed you are with the podcast. Um, or you can just tell them how much we suck. It's really up to you. Um, be, be honest. That's all I ask. So, so go ahead and do that now. I'll wait. Okay, that's, that's enough time. You guys can keep typing while I'm talking here. Um, I do want to highlight a couple of the reviews we've gotten recently. Um, Number one from Kevin McCarthy01. He says, Chris and Nate are incredible. These guys know their stuff. The podcast is on point with engaging discussions and great questions. You'll learn new skills to be a smarter and stronger climber. Shout out to the Boulder Better session they hosted at Climb So Ill. I learned skills to strategically attack a boulder and analyze my performance. Thanks, guys. And a shout out to Beta Fund, because why not? Absolutely, Kevin. Shout out to Beta Fund, because we love what you guys are doing over there in the Midwest. So thanks for coming out to to the workshop and uh, for doing the work you do over at the Beta Fund. We appreciate that. 
And one other one we just got recently from Effie Love. He says, Chris and Nate nail it more often than not. Um, That's good to hear. I'm I'm glad that ratio exists because I know sometimes we don't nail it. But he says, they give safe, sound advice that resonates with my own background as a rugby player and powerlifter with a lot of formal strength training. Any climbers without much of a training background need to listen to this podcast. Thanks so much, guys, from the crew at the Obed. Uh, Thanks, Effie. I really appreciate that. And uh, Effie recently became a patron of the podcast, which I also appreciate hugely. Uh, So thank you for that. And, you know, if you guys haven't become a patron and you want to, you can do that at patreon.com slash powercompanypodcast. And I'm actually working on some things right now that uh, will give the patrons uh, special access to episodes that only they can hear. Um, And that'll be for all the patrons, a dollar a month and up. So uh, if you want to get in on that pretty soon, there'll be uh, special episodes just for patrons. All right. Uh, Today's episode is a conversation with our coach, Blake Cash, about our new proven plan system and um, why we went that direction and what that means and how it can benefit you, all of our clients. Um, You know, if if you don't have any intention of ever buying a training plan from us, which is totally cool. I encourage you guys to build your own and experiment with that and learn from it. Um, then, you know, you could maybe maybe even skip this episode. However, it's a shorty and there are some, some gems in here you can use to help build your own. So I encourage you to keep listening. But first, let's, uh, let's get to know Blake a little bit. You know, Blake was originally a client and I actually didn't expect him to uh, want to train, uh, so it was a surprise when he did, and um, I was curious why. Well, I think I'd gotten by for quite a few years just based off my stubborn personality in rock climbing, and uh, just kind of like I'd always in the back of my mind thought like, oh, you don't, you don't have to train, you just have to like... Yeah. Put your head down and beat it against the wall. Yeah, like you'll repeatedly. just you'll just keep improving along this linear. Yeah, path. yeah, and you know, and I think that works to a certain point. Um, and I got really good at trying a route for multiple seasons and just like dumbing it down and dumbing it down and yep. just getting closer and closer incrementally each season. And uh, I think maybe our first season we traveled to Lander in the summer, I kind of realized that like, oh, there's this whole other style that. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty not, radically different. Yeah. That I'm like not very good at. And, uh, and it was also a style that I realized that I needed to show up as strong, if not stronger than the things I wanted to do or else I was probably going to hurt myself. Right. You know, yeah, I remember, totally. I remember pulling on the Stetson on the rodeo wave and one year just randomly decided to like check it out. Like, Oh, it's just like, you know, 13 C it's like, can't be that hard. I've climbed 13 D's, you know, and not doing any moves on the bottom and being like, Oh, well never doing this. It's an angry little rock. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that, and then I kind of started hitting a wall here, you know, like Mm -hmm. climbing. Yeah. The climbing around Chattanooga for the most part is, kind of characterized by especially the route climbing is characterized by like just really hard cruxes so you know it's kind of less like the red where you can 
climb yourself more or less into fitness for a lot of the routes for the most part. Um, So I kind of realized that, oh, to kind of break through this plateau I'm at, I'm going to actually have to spend a chunk of time in the gym. And Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of saw what you were doing and, you know, and I'd seen some of the blog posts you'd made about the app and you were kind of doing this thing and I decided to corner you. And I'm, I'm glad that he did. Um, you know, early on, Blake, Blake really dug into the app and, you know, I wanted feedback. I wanted to know how I could make it better. And he was you know, more than willing to give that feedback. And, and he kept asking how he could help. And I had no idea. I was just starting this business. And, you know, the, the way it started was just, I said, you know, help me transfer these blog posts over from, you know, Blogspot to Squarespace because it was a pain in the ass and I didn't want to do it. And he jumped right in and did that. And he said, you know, what's next? What can, what else can I help with? And, you know, and you know, ultimately the thing that he said to me that made me want to pull him in and, and figure out a, a spot for him and how to make it work was he said that he, you know, believed in this movement that I was trying to build and he wanted to be a part of it. And he was willing to take on you know, whatever tasks I needed. And it, it didn't take long to discover that, that he was really good at communicating you know, with me and about feedback and you know, how we could improve what we were doing. Yeah, I think, uh, I think my personality, I've always been like, I like to make lists and I like to like check boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good at holding myself accountable if I have something that I can look at and I can see. Right. Um, so I think from a training perspective, I think being able to pull it up on my phone, look at it, see what I'm doing that day and yep. go into the gym and not be distracted because I have these things that I have to do, I have an objective. Yep. And that's kind of the way I approach outdoor climbing too, you know. I'm I feel like I perform better and I train better when I have a big objective. If all of a sudden I like don't have anything that I'm necessarily excited on, I tend to like get untethered and don't really care so much about what I'm doing. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think knowing that about the app and the training and the things that we were doing um, suited my personality. And then I think I had always, you know, when I was in college, I, uh, I went to school. I started out trying to be a personal trainer, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it was the right time for me to do that. Why did you want to become a personal trainer to begin with? What, um, what brought that on? So I played, I played soccer in college, and uh, during our off-season, we'd always, you know, like in soccer, you know, you kind of like in the off-season, you lift a lot. And uh, I was one of the smaller guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not that small of a dude in the climbing world. Yeah. But uh, I played at a D2 school. Um, they were actually the second ranked team in the nation in D2. But uh thing about D2 is there's no age limit. Okay. So my coach would, I was actually one of, I think, four us players on the team everyone else he brought over from like finland or norway i mean we had like a guy that was 32 wow and i was 18 um 
but those guys are huge. Right. And uh, so I spent a lot of time working with a personal trainer in the off season instead mm-hmm. of just kind of lifting in the gym with all the other guys because I was not that big. Um, right, right. And I remember really liking the kind of like the one-on-one um, mm-hmm. kind of relationship that I had. Yep. And my coach was also a personal trainer before he became a soccer coach. So he kind of was pushing me in that direction too. So I kind of played around with it for a while. I like, for lack of a better word, interned with the guy that I was personal training with and yeah. uh, basically just wound up like not doing it. I don't really have good reasons well, i think when we're 18 we just yeah we're you easily just, led astray yeah so. <laughs> you just try out a bunch of stuff and you don't really do any of it but uh yeah. yeah so yeah yeah so you know that that one-on-one relationship i think is one of the big components of these proven plans yep. that the ebook doesn't have right you know i think the ebooks are a great way to um to dip your foot into training. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're very self-motivated and can hold yourself accountable, then they're great. But having that relationship with a coach is a really important part of it. Yep. You know, and I think there's a huge human element to climbing that the eBooks can't address. No. Because I, I can't go in there and write about all the different parts of psychology and emotion that go into this thing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it would be a book. And it would cost a lot more. So, um, you know, is that something that you're finding with these proven plans that there's a lot of the, you become life coach as much as. Oh yeah. Climbing coach. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, when you choose to go all in on something like training, you know, and a lot of these people that are doing these plans, they have, they have goals, however specific or vague they might be, you know, it might just be, you know, climbing a letter grade harder at their right. local crag, yep. or it might be specifically like, I want to do this boulder yeah, or I want to do this route. Mm-hmm. And I think when you kind of are able to flip your brain into working towards that goal, you start to come up against a lot of demons that you didn't realize you had. And I yeah. think that is something that I see kind of coming out of people that I that I work with sometimes just kind of dealing with those uncertainties and yep and you know personally I've dealt with a lot of that so I have I feel like I have a bank of experience that I can kind of talk to these people yeah and I it. think it's important for them to have a you know a, a neutral voice who's yeah. not yeah not just trying to talk to their friends. It's more someone who's been there, been through it, that isn't going to bullshit them and tell them, oh, no, you're doing great when you're not doing great. Or, yeah, or isn't so, you know, like so invested in their success that like I'm going to tell them everything they want to hear. Right, or, exactly. You know, so, you know, that if someone is causing themselves to be, to fail, yeah. For whatever reason, you know, either it's too crowded at the boulder they want to do, so they won't try it. Or if the, you know, they're afraid of people watching them in the gym or whatever, you can point that out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Through, and, through their messages. Yeah. And they're, you know, I see, you know, I look at 
the notes that people leave, you know, I get mm-hmm. a, I get an email every morning, yep. you know, telling me what people have done the day before and I can like scroll through it and I see the notes people leave and, you know, I read them because I'm interested in what people have to say, what their experiences are with their workout from the day before. And yep. you can definitely pick out patterns that mm-hmm. people are going through. Um, and, you know, when I start to see something that I think is pertinent and needs to be addressed, I'll shoot that person a message like, hey, you want to you wanna, you wanna chat about this? Yeah. You know, I've been seeing this for the last week and it seems like you're maybe having a negative experience with your training. And generally that person just wants to be heard. Yeah, totally. You know, they just want their feelings validated, but they also want to be told like, buck up. You know? Yeah, yeah, and you know this stuff is—it's hard, frankly. Yeah, and that's that's why so many people fail at it. Yeah, it's why so many people start training and then they bail out. Yeah, is because it fucks with your head. You know, if your training is more about failing than it is about succeeding, and spending three months in a place where you're failing almost all the time yeah. is hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and I think you know, I think something that a lot of people don't realize at first, especially if they're new to training, is that you're not going to get better in the first couple of weeks. You're probably not going to see many gains in what you're doing. And that's generally when I get the most, you know, stress mail from people. It's in those yeah. first couple of weeks and they're like, ah, oh, I feel like crap. Yep. I feel horrible on this workout today. This is just making you me know. worse. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting worse. I'm, you know, I'm falling off the hangboard. I can't do whatever pistol squats. Right. I can't complete any of my circuits, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I'm like you're you've done seven workout days. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it takes time to connect with the workouts yeah. too. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, even when I go in and do a workout that I've written, it it takes me a few sessions before I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel the groove of this thing. Oh, yeah. I got my ass kicked last week. I think I actually texted Aaron, I'm never going to do this workout ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally, man. It's, you know, that's just the nature of it. So keeping people on course is a huge part of it. Yeah. So before we get too far here, let me me just rewind. you know, what is a proven plan and, and how does it work? Um, basically, you know, I think it's probably easiest if I give you the quick, brief history of how these things came about. Um, so when I was first writing custom training plans for people, I did it, you know, via Google Docs and via MS Word and, you know, just delivered PDFs to people and then had to have long conversations with them about, you know, describing each exercise. And I didn't have videos for everything. Um, So it made for a laborious, not very efficient method. And that's when I started developing the app that we now use to deliver our training plans through. Um, But I didn't want to let those old school paper plans go to waste. And in the process of building those, I had come up with, you know, the basic templates that were required at each level uh, for most climbers. You know, if you're a 512 climber looking to go to 513, there's some basic things that most people in that category need. And those templates became our eBooks, which were, and still are, wildly popular. And, you know, they're at a really low price point 
and then our custom plans are at a much higher price point because it's a lot more work and it's customized to each client um, built from scratch. Uh, but I wanted something in between, and that's when I decided to take our ebooks, you know, give them some important updates, and load them into the mobile app. And that became these proven plans. Okay, so how does it work? Um, you know, essentially, once you purchase the proven plan um, that best fits you, or we can help you choose which one best fits you. Um, we send you a liability waiver and a setup email to download the app and set up an account. And you'll fill out a consultation form that lets us know where we can make a few adjustments that'll personalize the plan a little more. And then the plan is delivered to you via our mobile app, which is available for iPhone and Android. And, um, you know, you get workouts, each workout laid out for you. Um, for each phase of your training plan and those exercises come with videos and descriptions and um, we let you sort of build your own schedule um, because everyone's is different so we aren't trying to force a specific schedule on you um, though we can help you with scheduling um, because you have constant you know uh, communication with your coach and, and I think that's a really important part of these proven plans is the the interaction that we can have and these these personal this personal communication that you can have with your coach and I think that's invaluable frankly you know so so essentially I built these things because there was a you know a gap that I needed to fill in what I was offering to people and um, you know but there was there was something I hadn't even realized about the value of of these plans for you guys I think another reason people really like having these plans is, and this goes for the eBooks as well, but also the proven plans, is because there's so much fucking information out there. Yeah. To sort through and wade through, and and I think if you're left to your own devices, like we were talking about earlier, you pick out the things you already are good at, yeah, and that you want to do because they sound fun instead of they sound hard, you know. So if you're left to your own devices, you make a training plan that is going to get you exactly where you are right now. Yeah. Like instead of making you better. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the cool thing about having these proven plans available is especially for people who haven't trained or who or have hit a plateau, there's a really basic formula to get through that with some changes, you mm -hmm. know? Um. And a lot of people don't know what that formula is because there's so much bullshit out there to wade through. Yeah, and I think I, I think an important thing to know about the the proven plans is that this the concepts and the ideas that kind of to me define what the power company kind of believes in mm -hmm. are present whether you're doing a custom plan or you're doing the proven plan. Yeah, totally. Like <clears throat> you can look at you know, uh, a strength phase in one of the proven plans and you can look at a strength phase that's custom built and, you know, they're relatively similar in terms of like, you yeah. know, the way we get people to train skill and, yeah. you know, the way we get people to train strength. Yeah. The and only it, difference is that the custom plans are a little more pinpointed. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Looking at, looking at that specific person and their yep. specific goals and, 
in their specific experience instead right, of yeah. and, here's and, the general. Yeah, and when, you know, we get people that have really specific, you know, goals for themselves, you know, and if that doesn't fit into what the proven plan can do for them, we send them by way of a custom plan. Yeah. Which I think is, you know, also important to know that, like, people aren't going to be led astray based off of, you know, a proven plan or a custom plan. But I think the gains you're going to see out of the proven plan are just as much as out of a custom plan. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know, if I have a, a 514 climber who has some really specific weakness, then I'm not going to say we have a proven plan. For yeah, you. Exactly. But if you're a general 512 climber and you're pretty good at 512, then making that next step there's a lot of different ways you can improve yeah you know and and what these proven plans do is give you a, a road map to how to get to that next level yeah you know and and you make some customizations i mean if they yeah, if yeah. they don't have the equipment available or you know the the time available there are some simple little changes that you can make and you talk with them about and can implement those things yeah you know and i mean you know you have people who have specific skills they want to work on and you mm -hmm. know and that's not maybe that's not present you know like those are those are all things that i can do within the confines of a proven plan and still yeah. hold true to the integrity of the proven plan yep you know one place i think that the ebooks fall short is that you know when we and this is a this is a strange you know, I go back and forth on this. I think that simple is good and you don't always need to have the new cool toys, you know. Um, but one thing I would like to be able to do with the ebooks is update them easier. And really, you can't do that. Once they're in someone's hands, you can't update it. Yeah. You know, you can update what you have and then put them for sale out there again. But midstream, you can't update what people are doing you know and and that's one of the things i really like about the proven plans is that if we discover a drill or come up with a drill that's super super effective and yeah that, and we all really love it then we can just pop it in there and then every person from then on is going to do it you know they're going to have that drill yeah and and these drills i think are the the bread and butter of what we're doing here yeah like um you know building these movement drills and technique drills and really teaching the core principles of climbing and why it works as opposed to, you know, and making people better climbers as opposed to just stronger climbers. You know, that stuff I think is relatively easy. Like you go hangboard, you lift weights, you yeah. limit boulder. Yeah, we all know, you know how to get stronger. Yeah. You lift heavy shit, you it's, hang with heavy shit. Yeah, and... it's the getting better that's really <laughs> yeah. tough. You know, and if you go look at any other, you know, any other source, be it climbing magazine or rock and ice or other coaches or whatever, oftentimes what you see is practice heel hooks, practice drop knees, you know, and that doesn't tell you a fucking thing, really. No. If you don't understand the heel hook or the drop knee, what are you practicing? You know, it's it's this super vague information that doesn't do its job really. Yeah. There's you know? so much that goes into a heel hook, you know, like how do you, yeah. And I think it's our movement drills that are, yeah, 
that are the real money. Yep. You know, and those are a huge portion of these proven mm-hmm. plans. Are you, like, what feedback are you getting from your clients with the movement drills? I mean, people are psyched on the movement drills. I think, uh, I think most people haven't had to really put that much thought into their easier climbing before, which I think is at first is can be challenging for people. But I think what I tell people is as long as you're focusing as hard as you can on whatever drill you're doing, you're getting something out of it and it will get yeah. easier. Yep. And I think, I think a lot of people, one that people really seem to connect with are the, uh, are the rooting drills, yep. which I know have you know been discussed multiple times in mm-hmm. other podcasts. But I think like if I had to pick one drill that really, I think yep. set us apart, I think like the concept of rooting and even, you know, the rooting level two. Yep. I get so many messages from yeah. clients who are like, Oh, I sent my project today. Thanks rooting. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think. And I mean, I still, I use it all the time, yep. you know? Um, I think, I think the cool thing about the, the skill practice and the drills that we give people is, and it's also something that I personally notice is that it gives me something to focus on when I'm outside too. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole idea of like, you know, when I'm in a really hard crux of a route or a boulder, you know, like I can focus on those specific things like the rooting and the tension. And generally that is the trick. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think this is something that we didn't necessarily do intentionally but I think it's a really interesting byproduct of these movement practices that we implement is that awareness and intention is something you also need to practice. Yeah. And by giving people these, these points with which to focus on and things to be aware of and this intention to bring into their session and into each exercise and each warm up they're doing, you know, that builds their, ability to be aware and to have intent with every move and definitely when when you go outside that transfers over you know there's a lot about training in the gym that's tough to make transfer to outside but your ability to have awareness and what you're doing and what your body does while you're climbing that transfers over a hundred percent i think yeah And, and i think that's one of the huge takeaways that I don't know if we even, I didn't, maybe Nate had that in mind. I don't know, but I think that's one of the big takeaways that we never discussed or thought about. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, for me, it's definitely maintaining that level of like present mind when I'm training is hard. Yeah. You know, I'll go 20 minutes through something and realize I haven't been paying attention to anything. I mm-hmm. don't even know what I've been doing. Um, and then having to go back and refocus on what I'm doing, you know, specifically those kind of more nebulous drills, like the rooting or the, you know, the, the different speeds, you know, like the slow, smooth, the right. contrast, you know, sometimes right. I'm like, I just climbed this boulder six times and it's just all the same. 
Yep, totally. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I think mindfulness is a practice just like any other part of your climbing. Yep. It's training in and of itself. And I think the more you can focus on what you're doing and why things work and why they don't work, I think the better of a climber you are. And I think we're all we're all stronger than we give ourselves credit for. I just think yep. it's learning how to turn that strength how to access on all that, and how yeah. to access it and how to activate those parts of your body mm-hmm. more. And I think that's where these drills really shine. Yeah. Is in kind of like identifying your strength. Yeah. And they're a huge part of every session. Yeah. You know? And I, I just had a phone conversation with one of my guys yesterday, Tyler, and and he pointed out that, you know, early on in his in his climbing practice, he was just going through the motions with the drills. Like and just expecting, oh, I'm gonna do this drill and then something's going to work. Yeah, and I see I you mean, know? I've <laughs> seen that from people here, you know, there's some people that I work with or you work with yep. that live here in chat and I've seen them in the gym and you know, they just kind of turn their brain off and they're like, yeah, I'm rooting. Yeah. And I think that's the first step for yeah. a lot of people, yeah. you know, because, because that's what a drill, like practice heel hooking. That's what, yeah, that's what that seems like. Oh, I'm just going to go stick my heel on this hold and do it. And Try eventually and something's going to click, Yeah, you know, yeah. something will happen and I'll be a good heel hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't think that's the way it works. And Tyler pointed out that that's what he was doing at first. And maybe just through the, you know, the sheer volume of keep hammering away at these drills, he's started to really connect with some of them and, and feel like, feel like they're making a huge difference in his climbing, you know, more so maybe even than the, than the, you know, get, get more endurance, get more strength sort of exercises that we do as well. And, and of course those things are important and. You know, we have all sorts of options on how to get those things depending on your equipment. But again, I think the bread and butter is in these movement drills. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think we're making better climbers, which is, which I think is better than making stronger climbers, frankly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And we're not, we're not trying to be super secretive here. You know, all of our movement drills, I mean, at least the ones we've made videos for, uh, which usually happens after they've been proven effective. Now, those can all be found on our YouTube page, which is Power Company Climbing. You should go subscribe. And, uh, you know, of course, that doesn't include how to program or progress the drills or, you know, why you would include these drills into the plan, which is is different for every person, honestly. Um, And that's the, you know, that's part of what you get with these proven plans is, you know, you get our expertise in, in... programming these drills and you know like i said making better climbers and speaking of which i got an email from uh, one of blake's clients andrew andrus who is a climber in south africa that blake mentions in this next segment and you know after he finished his first round in the proven plans he wrote Hey Chris and Blake, just wanted to write a quick note and say thanks for all the training. It's super valuable, well worth the price of the program. But I'm really talking about value added to Lindsay and Mai's climbing experience as a whole. We're both feeling so much stronger and more confident and really enjoy going into each session with a plan that we know produces results. And um, you know, he went on to write, speaking of learning, another power company climbing customer, Tyler Algio, was just in Kenya and he came up to the gym for two nights. 
That was awesome. Awesome having someone here who speaks the language. He really took some quality time with Lindsay and I, working on our limit techniques and approaches, as well as helping us understand the level two rooting. So even more kudos on training clients who are willing and happy to help. Even though he's not a coach, he was able to pass on some things he learned from training with Chris that were just awesome. Really great work. We're happy customers. And, you know, that's that's all I need to hear to know that these things are both effective and valuable. Um, and having Blake work with these clients and pass on, you know, the things that, that I deem extremely valuable, the, you know, both the idea of learning and awareness uh, as well as just feeling stronger and the community aspect of what we're trying to build here, you know, that means a lot to me. You know, and of course I want my, my coaches to continue learning as well and learning from their clients. Uh, so I asked Blake, you know, if there was anything he was surprised by in this journey of, you know, becoming a communicator, you know, the way that he has. I'm finding myself, and I think you've mentioned it before too, as excited about the success of the people that I'm working with as I am my own, yeah, yeah. which I think is really cool, you know? And I think these people, I think when you train people and you work with people, you get a, it's a pretty personal thing, you mm -hmm. know, those kind of relationships you build with those people, you know, yeah. and even people you've never met before, you right. know? Um, you know, just like I was training a couple that live in Kenya, you know, and talking to them every every week and, you know, they just emailed me back and they're psyched to start again and, you know, just kind of hearing about their successes and yeah. how they're so much stronger than they were before they started the plan, I think is really exciting to me, you know, cause like, yeah, it's nice to be validated. Like, oh man, this stuff works. Yeah. It really totally. does work. And, you know, and over every time I hear it from someone, I'm like, of course it works, but I'm like, oh yeah, it does work. Yeah. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You just kind of keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, oh man, it doesn't know. No, it does. Every person's like, man, it works. Yeah. It actually works. Well, that's good. And I'm, you know, I'm hearing from your clients as well because i reach out to everybody now and then just yeah. to you know see what's going on and see if they need anything and you know i'm aware that i was the face of this thing when it started and that a lot of people end up on board because of me yeah um but i don't think that you know i'm the last stop so i think that having you and nate on board is huge and and I've talked to a lot of your clients and they, you know, across the board, all of them are like, it's been really great working with Blake. He's, you know, he answers my messages and, you know, gives me great insights into what I need to be doing. And so they're all having a great experience yeah, working with hear. you. And I think yeah. that, you know, I could put out, frankly, I could put out a million different training plans, you know, for, you know, I could dial it down to, you know, all sorts of little things that need to change for different types of people. And I could sell all those and never have a, you know, personal experience with anybody. Yeah. But, but that's not what this is about. You know, that, that would suck. And we're trying to build this. The number one idea that you and Nate and I have talked about is building a community around this thing. Yeah. Um, because like you said, it's a, you know, these personal relationships are so important. And and I think that's what 
I'm seeing right now is your strength is that you're you're really good at communicating with these people. Even if it's in short little communications, they're getting a lot out of it. So, you know, I, I value that a ton. And I'm glad that you're at the helm of this proven plan thing. So Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, I want to make sure that everyone has as much information as they need about what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just like little cues to focus on everything from that to the life coach thing we were talking about, you know, I think it's uh, it's fun to talk to people and get to know them and make sure that everyone's, all the bases are covered. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Yeah. I, think that, cool. I think we've got everything. Awesome. We got covered enough. Okay, I hope that gives you a you know a better idea of what our proven plans are about. We've had tons of questions from people um, on you know what the differences are, and if you want to learn a little more or just explore the options over there, you can go to powercompanyclimbing.com and click on the proven plan banner at the top of the page, and that'll that'll take you to a page that explains quite a bit of what's going on over there and shows you some of your options and links you to all the others and um you know most of you who sign up will be working with blake um some of you will also work with nate or myself and if you uh, happen to want to do the kettlebells for climbers proven plan which is going to be brand new uh, today then uh, you'll be working with Paul Corsaro, who is our strength and conditioning coach over here and an amazing strength and conditioning coach. So, you know, we've got options for all sorts of all sorts of people looking for all sorts of things and, you know, really every level of climber um, up to a certain point where, you know, you obviously need a custom plan. But uh, please definitely go look into it and... Um, One more time, if you haven't given us a review yet over on iTunes, we're looking for 100 by the end of 2017. We're over halfway there, so please go do that now. And uh, if you want to become a patron, we're going to have patron-only episodes coming soon. You can do that at patreon.com slash powercompanypodcast. And, of course, share us on your social medias. You know, share us on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Pinterests. Um, you can share us on your Twitters, but you won't find us Twittering because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. This time the bitch is time the bitch